You're listening to the Road to Wisdom podcast, weaving stories told by wonderful minds about all things motherhood, health, intimacy, politics, nature, and everything in between. Join us on an adventure discovering unique experiences that we can learn from to enhance the ways in which we live. We are your hosts, Chloe and Kishia. Welcome, everyone, um, to the Road to Wisdom podcast. Today, we are honoured to be joined by Superfeast Mason Taylor. Um, he is in the studio today with us to talk Taoist herbalism and um, I guess the philosophy that we can just go into in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to let that go down a few different paths, but it's going to be a juicy conversation, so... Strap in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. So I guess one of the first things that we wanted to chat to you about, Mason, was what is Taoist herbalism? Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually I can re- really ramble on. I'm going to make sure we, we do have lots of rabbit holes to go um, go down. So in to be really succinct, succinct um, so over 2,000 years ago, you kind of get the formalization of what you can call Taoist tonic herbalism, even mm. though back then it was just an integrated part of life. But that's before we'd seen the real mass colonization um, and commodification of Chinese medicine, where they cut the soul out. That happened incrementally as everyone in like as as civilization blew up, they needed to like take more of those parts of Chinese medicine out that had shamanic roots because it. The population was growing and civilization was growing so fast it was hard to just have that master-apprentice um, relationship where you ensured people actually had the capacity to perceive what the um, best treatment was through like a, essentially like a heart percep- perception. Mm-hmm. Um, so that slowly got scrapped up until its crescendo in the 50s where Mao Zedong and communism came through and completely gutted Chinese medicine of all its essence and its mm. soul and um, put it into universities and, and turned it into a Western commodifiable, highly replicable product and so if you track back to um classical literature for herbs um comes from a 2000 year old text a bit more than 2000 years and called the shendong ben saljin so the divine farmer um uh materia medica and um shendong classified and and everyone who the thousands of years of um of thousands of millions of people and thousands of years that went into creating that um that classic that classical text they classified herbs in three three layers, the inferior herbs, the lower ones that kind of like poisons you use for extreme symptomology. We love clinicians that use those and the regular herbs and those that could shift a state of the body. Likewise, in constitutions, you can only take the max maybe two months at a time before they actually start over like, like doing some damage. And then there's the superior herbs and the superior herbs were the ones to cultivate life. And so they'd say you take the superior herbs and you integrate them into your life long term um, and you use them. For the for the intention of not just prevention, but for becoming like essentially like an awesome old person. So they'd be like, they'd be like, this is take the Jing herbs to ensure that you don't age prematurely, um, and they just mean that if you age too prematurely, you get to the the destiny of when it is time for your last breath, and you have shit knees, shit bones, can't replicate cells at all. So you've completely deteriorated before. You, you know, so you haven't been able to share your wisdom, and. To keep the body light is the other one, which is just called keeping the chi um, vital enough so you can continue to move the body, mobilize the body, move thoughts, transform things. That's the chi treasure, which we guard in the body. First was the jing treasure we guard in the body mm. through these herbs. And then finally, it was um, uh, to ensure that the spirit is preserved. 
so, and that and and refined, and that's so we there's the Shen herbs, and you take the Shen herbs to help you maintain the connection to that part of you that perhaps a little bit more infinite. And if you keep that intact and refined, it expresses itself as our refined personality, um, the way our mind works. And you can imagine if we haven't had a mind that's been completely dominated by external thoughts or institutions and we refined ourselves into our unique expression, our personality is ours, not just some homogenous bullshit replication that say people are using right now within like spiritual dogma and wellness dogma going look how interesting i am i speak mm. the exact same as everyone else in this little clique but <laughs> you guys in the, in the in, in modernity you haven't heard of that little clique so i seem interesting to you that's the thing that like that's a shen suppressant likewise people right now don't know how to think for themselves we've just seen that you know at, on, on like didn't. roids for the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about people not thinking about them for themselves i think everyone's a critical thinker oh <laughs> absolutely i love how everyone just chose their own medical path during the pandemic it was like really inspiring it was so, well thought out it's really so empowering so we saw the shen is always there but they weren't actually able to land it there was too much that had been hijacked in their mind and they weren't able to get um Get, touch that part that infinite part of themselves and likewise they didn't have the blood to a lot of people the shen is always there but the, the shen the spirit the um that that essential part of ourselves that has the vir- the natural expression of virtue of like love and gratitude and boundaries and all those kinds of beautiful things that should emerge naturally and when we're like hey i'm wise as fuck you know i'm feeling really wise right now that's often you know an an, an, an emergence of um, creating a strong bond and boundary, you know, that when you know when it just emerges, when you're not mm. mentally going, I need to stand up for myself and have a boundary, you're like, oh, there's the actual appropriate boundary. Oh my God, mm. it feels so good. That's yeah. a virtuous expression that happens because the Shen from the heart is infused into the blood. We don't have enough blood. You can't infuse the Shen into the entirety of your body. And so your Shen can get hijacked by someone else's narrative. And so 2,000 years ago, that text comes through and says these are the superior herbs, that mm-hmm. all of those practices that go with you, you know, there's a couple of layers of it. The first path of Taoism has just been a good person. Um, That's a is, nice one. We should all embody that. Yeah, it's amazing how many yeah. people aren't even on that path, you know, it's, <laughs> who are like, good uh, you know what, I'm really trying to be like, a, a, a good person in my community, mm. you know, and that's there through, you know, through all the further, as you go further down the path, but that's the first time these tonic herbs become relevant, right? Mm. It really, the past, so a lot of people are just trying to treat symptoms, but that's where the, the herbs are a gateway. Likewise, you know, any any cultivation practice like yoga and qigong and meditation, they're all, they can be gateways where people are trying to fix something who are trapped in a narrative from the media or modernity. They'll get on to say tonic herbs to, you know, jing herbs in order to, because they're just exhausted and they're sick of being exhausted or they're, you know, one of the best ones is the menopause symptoms, you know, watching like these these women who just like I've had women who are like nearly suicidal come up to me crying at events because they're like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what you just said. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I was at that point where I was I didn't know what I was going to do and I've took Jing herbs and now I don't I did it because I didn't want to be exhausted and now I'm feeling things and I'm, I want to know what's beyond the veil of just fixing shit that's wrong with me. That's tonic herbalism. Now, of course, that woman was trying to be a good person, but that's the first path, cultivating virtue. And mm-hmm. and then from the next layer of, um, of, I guess, the path of the Tao is people that's one you want to move through as fast as possible is people who align with deities and believe that they were created by something and something is controlled. That's the trap in Taoism. And the next is connecting with um, pre-heavenly chi, so primordial source of the universe and perhaps that part of you that is beyond the universe and that's where you connect with that part of yourself that was never created um and as you align with that 
with with that space. You go through the dissension rather than the ascension model. That's what Taoist tonic herbalism leads to supporting people descending down into the essence of themselves and embodying whatever, you know, heavenly chi on the earth, Mm -hmm. um, their unique essence on the earth and seeing what unique portals of expression that opens up within this life that we're creating. And so the tonic herbs come from that text 2,000 years ago. They go, these are the superior ones that support that path. Mm -hmm. That's so, like, as you were talking about that, I just felt like, like, Tonic herbalism and pregnancy are the same thing. <laughs> like, Everything's like, the same thing as pregnancy right everything, now. Everything. everything. <laughs> I could just relate it all back to pregnancy. But seriously, you do, you like go through those phases through pregnancy and then through labor and birth and then you come back and descend. It's great. <laughs> same little, uh, I just relate everything back to pregnancy. Well, and I mean, I think because like something like tonic herbalism isn't, the path itself it's like an ally on the path mm. and that's the most significant process that you're in right now mm. and therefore these things like a movement practice or a meditative practice or a tonic herb practice it's not the yeah i just need to be a tick 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 and i'm going to be a good person and i'm going to be healthy and then here's my pregnancy over there when you're embodied you know the context is everything is there supporting what you're going through so yeah mm. i can imagine that's mm. like tonic herbalism in the context of like how does it support you through what, you know, that, that yeah. process you're, you're both in but at the moment. Even the theory of like of Taoism, it's like, yeah, that stepping up to, yeah, that certain point and then I would label it spirituality or, yeah, being a, or knowing what part of you, as you said, is source and you do kind of go there it's like the only time I'm ever spiritual ever is pregnancy birth and postpartum and then I just like step right back into <laughs> this physical life but it's um but because it's not commodified birth that's you know what I mean like there's so mm. many people this is like like and even if you're in you know whether whether you're in like modern medicine or you know whether you have or when you even doesn't matter whether you're in a hospital system or you know doing a complete in the forest free Bush, birth it yeah. doesn't it doesn't actually matter you can see there are those people who are like i'm not willing to step outside of anything at all that you know like mm. and then there's those who are like i'm going to engage just a smidge and when i say that path of like when you're like oh I'm, i just want to be the best person in my community it means that person who's engaged in their own like their own like the, they're questioning they're engaged a little bit yeah, yeah with yeah. the creation of their own life and their own expression they might you know so mm. they might not be fully in there so when when you talk about birth and that's the only time you're spiritual is because because you're in and you you're you're in a you're in a path that okay let's just use the you know the the trendy sovereign you know the word of like sovereignty or you know like non-commod you know non-commodified go for it yeah (laughs) and non-homogenized like birth where Mm, you're actually allowed to feel things and you're actually allowed to experience shit you'll go through it and because you weren't drugged to the max and, you know, fake hormone to the, you know, oxytocin to the max and you're mm-hmm. actually allowed to have skin contact, like, you know, the biological transformation cycle of your psyche and the embodiment of wisdom is like that'll never be taken away ever, yeah. which is what everyone's the scared of the most. Everyone's scared of like metamorphosis more than anything because everyone's so comfortable where they are and that's why it is exactly the same path because mm-hmm. this is the path of having enough essence and having enough gene and having enough mental fortitude to walk through the eye of the needle when those things are coming about. And I, I, I like that, you know, when you're like, that's my major spiritual practice. And so good. I've 
fucking can't handle people that think they're spiritual because they act spiritual all the time. <laughs> and then when it comes to like... Well, they do enough ayahuasca. <laughs> oh, well, those people are different. Then. Like, it, yeah, the more, more ayahuasca equals more spiritual. More like, 100%, 100%. There's oh, no loop. Go deeper. There's go actually deeper. no hijacking of the entire essence <laughs> or what we call the liver horn gets hijacked when you take up... Um, so the liver mm. horn is the spirit of the liver. Liver wood, more specifically, that um, can break away from the body and go travelling through the universe um, mm-hmm. when you're asleep, especially, and download the vision of where you're going. And so you get a sense of what the plan is that is going to take you towards your destiny with a song and a dance and in the most graceful manner and comes back and that's the part of you that organises like a general of an army you know, as well and an art, like an artist It goes... Right, taking stock of everything that I have and the vision that I have for my life and, you know, from, and, and for our life and the world and what I've got and what I have, the capacity I have, what I like, just take stock completely. Let's go in this direction. And then you, and you go off. Now, you need that liver horn connected to you because your liver horn wants to speak to your first, the, the empress and emperor of the heart fire, which is the Shen, go through. Is this feeling good? Is this feeling like we're going in the right direction? But then the um, the spleen yi, which is the intellect and the, the grounding to be like, are we actually manifesting something or are we just like jerking ourselves off here? You know, am I just like blowing smoke up my own ass? And that's what happens when you take heaps of ayahuasca and you get, it's not even the ayahuasca, it's again, it's the it's the, the little, the, the, the cult of, you know, the, of and it happens a lot, I mean, it happens within... In, in like in um, indigenous settings, but especially happens when the Westerners get like real happy with, you know, with, with trigger ta- friendly, taking trigger friendly with taking little, you know, they'll just go, I like that bit of the path. Mm. I don't like the part where you live in a tribe where everyone is mirroring you at all times. So they can tell you when you've been an asshole and you mm. can tell you when you've got this massive ego. I'm just going to go to LA and start serving in my lounge. I'm only <laughs> surround myself with people who are like, you are so amazing and brave. <laughs> and anyone who is like, I don't think you should be doing this. Be like, don't you listen to that negativity. You are <laughs> such amazing. You're a curandero. Like, you know, like, and so what happens is it's not even the plant itself, but it's like the that that the, the psyche the, behind it's it. It's a non-rooted lineage and the mannerisms and the psyche. You know mm. that the it's another hive mind that infiltrates and takes over that liver horn, and that's why these people are really good at talking vision. I've been one of them, <laughs> and it's a really tough day when you you've built up an identity, especially these days when you're. When you get onto cameras and you share with everyone, is my personal brand and this is who I am now and like and listen how wise I am and you say the wisest things and then at some point you're sitting there at uh, like at night mm. listening to yourself talk and you're um, or you know you're in the shower and you, and you can and all the objections that you think these are all the objections other people have that are challenging me but you don't realize it's your subconscious objection and your spirit's objection talk, mm. telling you how full of shit you are and the fact that you you are never going to manifest any of this and you only surround yourself with the people that are telling you you're doing a good job because they're all, they also don't have the spleen capacity mm. to actually tell them like tell yourself you can't do this you don't have the skills to do this and you're not on a path where you're going to build the skills you're just like blindsiding yourself and saying as long as i keep on going and you know helping other people get on the medicine and opening other people to this realm it i'll be good and i'll be satisfied Mm. and you won't be you Mm. know you got to listen to those voices in the shower when you start criticizing (laughs) yourself it's really great it's not other people it's you so it's like 
Yeah, I don't know and how I we think, got on to talking no, about that. No, but while we're there, I think <laughs> it, like a lot of it is if you, you, you're trying to avoid other people criticising you, like it's because you know you're just not ready to face it yet. Like mm. there's a deeper part of you that's just like I like – I feel it. it would, like they're just mirroring me but I don't want to face it yet. What I want is just affirmation, validation. affirmation, validation. Yeah. So it's, that's yeah. really interesting because you can apply that to anything. But but I think um, like you said as well, sorry to cut you off, but it's like people are petrified of the metamorphosis stage and so mm-hmm. and it's what I also want to speak with you about is because I've also heard people say like, oh, I took the, I took the, I took the jing, didn't do anything. I'm like, yeah, cool, because X doesn't always equal that. Like at some point you actually have to do something else. It's not just as easy as going to the bloody health food store and picking up the vitamin C and being like, I'm, this is it, I've made, I've taken action. Like mm. this is it, this is going to equal never getting sick again, if that's what you believe. But there's obviously a whole spectrum around that. It's not just I'm do ayahuasca yeah, and I'm going to be free. I'm going to be... I'm going to be free. I'm going to be I've, on my path. I've had my realisation. Mother Ayahuasca spoke to me and now and now it's complete. Like yeah, there's an integration and an embodiment. But obviously it, like it? taking Jing or doing things like that is helpful but it's not the full spectrum. No, I mean there's a lot to unpack there and I will also just share. Like I love Ayahuasca and I am just jealous <laughs> of those cool endeavours and that's what I want to be when I grow up. So that's why I'm that's why I'm projecting right now. Um, and likewise, what it's like to it's I actually also acknowledge that it's shit getting like, um, like uh, like getting like feedback of what you're what you're doing when people actually don't know the context of why you're doing it. So in terms of having a tight having a tight community though, you know, but then when they call you out on your shit, like that's like when they can see you. That's where. Mm. But, but in terms of like, yeah, looking looking for a solution, you got to work with that. I'm kind of accepting that at the moment in my own metamorphosis because that shits me to tears when I'm just then like I took Jing and it didn't do anything and I'm like, yeah, well, of course, you're maybe in a mentality where you've just like you haven't, you know, one, it's a TGA product so we have to put a particular dosage on the label because I'm learning to like actually be in reality and know that I have to do those things. And... So that person might be like, well, I can't go any higher than that because that's what the label says. But in in Taoist tonic herbalism, sometimes it's you know doses everything. And the in in the classical text, we realize we've completely misinterpreted how much of a herb is necessary to not even overcome. Because those people, they don't know what their intention is yet. They think it's for a symptom, or they think it's just like they they they're flat. They say they're a flat person. They're like, and I've just heard all these people say amazing things and I guess I want to like explore like the amazing thing. There's something in them is like mm. screaming mm. for it. And then, but they're also cynical, which I understand and, and, and cautious or whatever it is. And they're like, I took a little bit and nothing happened. And that's the person that needs to be, they're not looking for a symptom change. They don't know. They're looking, they're looking for a constitution change. They're looking to work with something because they see transformation and metamorphosis and they're super skeptical, but that's the thing they're wanting more than anything. And mm. so, at that point, it's um, yeah. A, you're not gonna. This isn't gonna be the thing to that's gonna fix you. But I've also realized, and a like a, a lot of the time, I do have an opportunity. I've got them there. They're they're trying something, and so I can try and be a linchpin moment mm-hmm. and a, like a, for them to see that if I can get such a shift out of them, and it, it, mm-hmm. those moments, I often forget just how those pinnacle moments mm. can completely transform the trajectory of your life. 
So like Jing isn't going to have that effect on me now, but 14 years ago, Jing completely radically shifted the perception that I have around my capacity to actually alter my body. I just thought I was on like a decline of energy and it was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, like I'll, I'll mm. do coffees and do, you know, I'll do exercise and exercise will make me feel energy. But there was like a stagnation of how much constitutional energy I had. And that was it. And I knew I'd get tired in the afternoons unless mm. I really ripped into head. But taking Jing, I literally felt the essence go in. The first time I didn't have to do anything. I felt the essence go in and I said, oh my God, that, there's my stamina. I'm actually, I can feel, I'm cultivating stamina. I'm barefoot on the earth, kidney points on the earth. These Jing herbs have like opened up my kidney channel and I could feel, I didn't even know it was water, but I could feel water, powerful, strong, like hot water and cold water. And I could feel that feeling now. I'm like, like it was just, I, at, the, at the time I was just like, there's like, I don't know, there's this dynamic going on in my, like in my lower back. And now I, now I know what it is. I've made sense of it. I not, nothing anyone has ever said since that moment has ever been able to stop me understanding that I'm in control of my own cultivation. Um, mm. And mm. I am not at the whim of modernity, statistics, society, nothing's ever been able to get in there. And I've become a sovereign scallywag ever since. And that's, you know, that, that's at times I've taken it too far and taken it into a rage against the machine and th thinking that that's the best way to, because this is such hidden wisdom mm. and like, and now I've just accepted, you know, my own metamorphosis of just like, I've, you know, it's 12 years into having super feast and I've, you know, it was only like six, seven years ago when it actually started doing stuff and I actually had a, had to have a real job those first five years I was just kind of like whatever no business plan you know and mm. so um, I was like I'll build it and then I'll build it and then I'll automate it and then I'll mm -hmm. be out and all that and I'm just like here I am you know <laughs> still 12 years later and still CEO and founder and still going through like metamorphosis within my business but one of those ones I've I can't believe I'm still talking about this thing where people start on Jing and I'm and I've got them for that moment and I'm like, hey, try take a little bit more. Try approach it from this angle. Try this because it'll help you comply and take it for two weeks straight or three weeks straight. Coming up with the terminology of where you um, you like activate. I don't know why I ever called it activate the placebo. It doesn't make sense, but that's just how I felt mm. it. Like you mm. you activate the something that's the, the Shen within you will never like that, those are those pinnacle moments I've got people in my and like as you guys do as like lots of people do it's this mass collaboration and fleshing out that first moment when people come into your ecosystem i've just taken it for granted that i just stay in the deep content i just you know mm. as you can see i might go to conversations and talk about pre-heavenly chi it's the last thing i should be talking about <laughs> on a podcast like this i should be talking about yeah, if you're exhausted, Jing herbs, you know, we're all burning the candle at both ends. And you, got, you know, you, you know, you know what it's like having families and it's really hard and Jing herbs are the ones that you take. Like that's mm. what I should and I'm and that's my metamorphosis is I'm <laughs> learning and I'm and I am heading back to tracking because it's the thing I I actually like karmically have to do if I'm going to ever complete with super feast because mm -hmm. i am the one that birthed it i still am the the, the chief custodian i'm the i own 100 percent. so unless i give it the resources that it needs in order to you know um, undergo its evolutionary 
um, you know, its manifestation into its evolutionary purchase, pur purpose, which is to dramatically lower degeneration and disease, um, activating superhumans and allowing people to enter into the realms of elderhood. That's where it is going. That's everything that it does comes from that, you know, from that evolutionary purpose. Yeah. That was born through my source idea, which was much messier than that statement, but nonetheless they're, mm. they're connected. And so what I'm needing to do is go and look and really analyse when I have people in that pivotal moment when they're ready to take Jing, whether for a symptom and they're expecting it to, mm. to, to give them something, the fact that someone like that is going, it did nothing, it probably did do a lot and it was there to give them energy and I have in the past gone, Jesus, give me a break. Like, you mm. know, what else are you expecting? And I'm like, I know what you're expecting. You are actually seeing people go through these mass transform transformations mm. And that comes down, that's where departments come in real handy. Mm. I, and I, I metaphor it in like my departments in permaculture to keep myself interested. So different like mm. aspects of a permaculture process. Mm -hmm. But when, you know, that with, when, with, when you produce everything, whether it's people that come and stay on the permaculture farm or people that are working in the permaculture farm, but mm. especially people that take the produce, for me, I am now tracking how well I've set up that 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 beginning phase because we're mm. about to explode again. I can feel mm. it and I need to be really aware that I'm about to have a lot of middle American people who are like that going, yeah, yeah I want me jing, you know, <laughs> like, and, like, and I say, yeah, didn't, didn't do nothing. You know, yeah. like, um, and I really need to, to go back into the history of what conditions were set up to make it because people will get more energy and for some people mm. that's all they want. But some people, the ones you'd never expect, like you'd never expect them yeah. to, to get this, they're like, and this, this is, these are the good, what I was saying is like the, how I track it, I need to, in that delivery, I need, I need to track what people are coming back and telling us about their experiences and seeing a dramatic increase of that awesome feedback mm. and likewise the feedback when it, when it wasn't effective and really not just being like, that's nice, but that's my, that's my, like mm. KPI yeah. and I've got drivers that lead me to like getting that and I and that's fine at the moment. But I think there's also like always going to be people who are like it didn't work because they're really just not ready to take that full growth path and yeah, I mean, I'm sure if they came back another time and it, it is, would just be like so trans – I mean – it's not – by the way, I wasn't like, your product's shit. It doesn't work. <laughs> I definitely know what you're saying I mean, and you're like, in a nuance like, which I yeah, enjoy. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, because I would say like 99% of the people in our community and that we know take Super Feast, obsessed with it, love it, mm. couldn't live without it. But I was just trying to talk to the people who expect everything to change for them in a hot minute, like everything. Like they ex people expect to – you know, have everything just kind of done for them or like same as birth, you walk into the hospital and you're like expect to just have this thing and there's no self-accountability or responsibility. That's kind of where I was going. I don't yeah. actually. No, it's a good question. Yeah. It's, it's a good point because that's, that's often where if you don't have, let's just call it like a brand voice, if you don't have a brand mm. voice fleshed out, so if you go through my brand voice and how I set it up to begin with and how, um, you know, Tani came and in, in, infused in it and then other people who have come into our, like, our customer service and marketing team, you know, since then, a part of our what we do is acknowledging we're going to have people come in and they're going to be expecting the world and they're not going to be able to get it. And that's why we have like a real high like coaching style and we like in our in our mm. communication. So we don't we don't do 
like we we're very we're very good at leading people to where they need to be and so that and they've been a sale from that but we we coach people to what they're what they're really doing so we'll like we'll deflect all our customer service is like going don't give this to us this is we, we're looking for that place in you mm. that what you're actually like what do you really want here like what's your real intention here like what's really important what's going to make you feel like this was a really successful purchase for you and then we can tell them whether that's a realistic expectation or not realistic and i think that's missing in a lot of business at mm. the moment mm. where yes some of my like you know, maybe not at the moment, but in the, the soon, like my real stretchy, like lead, like market penetrating ads aren't going to have a coaching element in them just yet because it's about going and finding those bright lights in those communities that we haven't reached yet to see mm. if they're up for something like this. But once you start getting closer to the to the purchase, the the, the languaging really starts being like, mm. you know, going, you know, I'm overhauling the quiz even at the moment to really like breathe like a whole lot of new life into it because we had someone come in with the quiz and try and make it all sales driven and be like no that's a stupid way to do it you need to do this and make it really easy for them to make a purchase but I'm like yeah but you don't get what that does for that stage when people buy it they've been hoodwinked and manipulated into purchasing it they weren't connected to their intention Mm. we didn't and so you need to yes maybe when I did it it was really complex and I need help making putting it into like something that's e-commerce friendly and friendly for people who are like you know like I don't know Jane with four kids and you know she's living in French's forest and (laughs) no French's forest is where you don't live in French's forest yeah you know you live you live live two minutes away from me so you're cool Um, (laughs) 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 Um, and so that I think is where people go wrong especially when founders try and get out of businesses to too quick and you've lost like how did you talk to people in the beginning and everyone's like well we can't replicate you and it's like no one's fucking trying to tell you to replicate Mm. me or any other founder but I didn't do anything I didn't reinvent the wheel I had very simple I happened to have been taught coaching like techniques and 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 just happened to really care and also happened to have a chip on my shoulder about sales and I, I felt so guilty taking people's money that I would bleed, you know, unnecessarily. And But mm. it, it happened to have some gold in it, you know, silver lining with a seam of gold on that. And I'm like, oh, I really cared that I didn't realise what I cared was developing that trust out of fear of being judged maybe a little mm. bit, but it mm. did cultivate trust. And then now that I'm over all that shit, I'm like, oh, it's, I've got the exact mm. same values. Mm. That's probably the thing that businesses need to do and you're right, there's a lot of it out there and there's an increasing amount of it and there's something you're – and you guys would be going, what are you talking about? Like these herbs are amazing. Do you mm. understand like they're connected to a like a 5,000-year-old living? You've taken like a lot of my money, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the smoke screen. Yeah, I'm like, like, actually, <laughs> like if I think about it, like several years, several years, like yeah, yeah I mean – Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I and I actually needed I've I spent years needing to justify that in my head. And so and not that yeah. like I'm feeling guilty or anything like that, but it's, <laughs> it's all your money good. back. Actually, can I have my money back? Yeah. I really enjoyed the product, but <laughs> Well, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but I and you actually because this is the other thing, if you do feel that, yes, you know, oh Mason, don't listen to the you know, don't mm. listen to that voice in your head. Like you have done incredible stuff and, you know, I've given you all this essence in your kidneys. It's the hard thing about tonic herbalism when it's cultivation is you don't know what's been prevented. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's actually hard to quantify like the impact that I want to have is, you know, to actually, I actually want to 
contribute even to like the economy and have like less strain on like Medicare and stuff like that, you know, yeah. like that's where I'm at, but it's hard to quantify. And I'm mm. starting to actually get to the point where long-term I think I'm going to be able to actually start getting and, and, and studying the percentage of our customers and people that mm. have been on super fees for a certain amount of years and looking at all their, well, I've know, never been to the doctor and my kids haven't. So, I mean, I guess you're there. <laughs> I guess you're taking the pressure off the Australian healthcare system. <laughs> and like, I mean, in all honesty, it's hard to like, it, you it, you have to reconcile because when mm. people tell me that I don't feel uncomfortable now, but I used to feel really uncomfortable mm. and I had to go and reconcile that. And then that's what you feel like what I, what we call tension integrity in the mm. business. So we retention led business um, and being a tension led business. What you're feeling is not the tension in a bad way. You're feeling the gap between where you are and what's possible. Mm. And so what's possible is having something that if I was going to scale this business heavily and be able to communicate the impact that everyone's having. See, I know the impact I'm having, but I realize there's a tension. If I have a team, if I scale quickly to a team of 40, 50 and 60, they don't have the context. How do I quantify the impact that they're having in the world mm. rather than me just having to constantly be like, hey, everyone, let's get excited by yeah. all the you know, mm. organs we've cultivated. So, Mason, if we wanted to go back down to our roots and actually apply this to our lives because I we'll go like, back to basics. Like. Yeah. So, so something that I loved about Taoism and when, I mean, I actually, we kind of did it a backwards way because me and Togger um, had a big relationship and then we. That's a Jungian term, right? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um <laughs> very intellectual these days and we started off very conventionally went to a couples therapist and didn't work and then we we're like well what do we love doing sex is great and went down the tantra lines and that's where like we did heaps of research actually because one it interested us two it was fun and um and it brought us back together and then it was when we were going down that like learning about sex and then what actual intimacy is and then how that can be cultivated and how we can use our intimacy to enhance our lives and all of this stuff. That's actually when we found Taoism and that's and then started seeing these herbs and, you know, found your site actually and you were talking about all these things that also, you know, it was cultivating energy and it was cultivating sex drive and libido and you brought that from that one aspect that we were looking at and then like integrating it into our lives for the bigger picture. And um, yeah, so I guess my question is, well, I'll just blow smoke off your ass. Um, <laughs> my ass is open and receiving. <laughs> Good to know. Um, that's going to be our reel, by the way. <laughs> my ass is open and receiving. <laughs> Yes. Name of the podcast. Yes. Mason Taylor. Ask is open Mm. and receiving. Um, You wanted us to tap into your market. Here we go. (laughs) So, sorry, Ben. (laughs) Apologies, everyone. Um, Yeah. How would someone who is trying to integrate? So they they know about herbs. I mean, a lot of our listeners would they'd be tapped into that market already and we're introducing a lot of themes of like sexual essence and bringing that into your relationship and having that improve your relationship and then you as a parent and as a human in general um 
yeah, how would how would someone who's trying to integrate those bring it all together? And I guess I'd love to go into yeah, just cultivating that life force. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different phases, you mm. know. Like, um, I think the easiest one is tonic herbalism is really accessible. Tonic herbs, um, like the medicinal mushrooms and all the other herbs that fall under the superior herb category, mm-hmm. um, they're the ones that then they're, they're going to have a lot of benefit. There's a lot of upside, and it's very hard to damage the body with them because they're so gentle. So it's just nice to be. Remember, you've got a bit of license, and everyone listening to remember, like, if you can just always start slow and and go go as high as you need and you can always drop it and then go up. Mm. The, the other one then is when you start low. The other one is to remind people that through this like, you know, beginning phase, which we want you to have an onboarding phase in a sense where like you, you, you discover the magic. And so for some people who are go-getters, you, you need to remember that you start really high. Other people are going to be doing like what I did. I just started on tablespoons and that was a really beautiful experience for me because that got me feeling things within the constitution of my immune system and my kidney system, mm-hmm. which was just, it just completely transformed the entire trajectory of my life. So, but in both of those, you need people who are like low starters, you need to be willing to go up and mm-hmm. experience what it's like to go up. And people who are like all or nothing and in the deep end people like me, you need to be willing to go down and feel the subtlety because sometimes, so I'll just stay there. <laughs> you know, you need to be able to sometimes feel the subtlety of where mm-hmm. the mushrooms stop and your will begins, <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, the easiest thing is to start with a mushroom formula, like Mason's mushrooms is like, I just say, just take the thinking out of it. If you're new to this, just get onto the mushrooms first, get onto Mason's mushrooms, easiest, you know, unless you've got ideas, there's something you specifically want, then follow that thread. But that's what in that beginning stage or if anyone who's like coming back round and going, oh, you know, I tried to dip my toe into this before and I didn't really, I didn't really like stay committed. You're going to have to stay committed. Like, Mm. because you will get you take the mushrooms you're going to get immediate effects within your natural killer cells and what you know general white blood cell count is going to immediately be impacted you're going to have a a greater capacity to regulate your nervous system in that moment and you'll feel like oh that's cool but that's like talking to Taoism. that's like a quickie that's like a clitoral orgasm you Mm. know no that's like a you know that's like just like cheaply blowing your load with someone that you don't love <laughs> to bring it back to Taoist sexuality, I'm sure you in the research you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. There, I don't know if that has context for the listener. Maybe I should just cut that and be like, back to smoke. That's blowing. like you know, that's like a tip top white bread kind of like fortified iron versus like. Um, so it's good because you'll feel something, and some people are like, oh my god, I felt that immediately. Like, good, keep going. If you keep it up mm. for like a jar of Mason's mushrooms, and you take enough, and like you're not taking a small amount, what you'll start clicking onto is your body will then start regulating itself with support from the herbs. Mm-hmm. And it's a really keen distinction where consistency is everything. Once you click into that place where you felt that and you're like, oh, these herbs aren't anything to sneeze at, they're actually, and you feel a little bit of connection and reverence, then you you kind of, then you're, you're good. Then you start cracking into like, all right, now I'm going to go over here. I'll take the Jing herbs and take the Chi herbs or take some... Um, guy, you're you kind of free reign. So hang on, just are you saying that like if you started taking a tablespoon, and you're like, oh my god, like I'm just my life is transforming before my eyes. Yeah, that you can eventually like taper back down and be your body's just like this is me now. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's the thing. Like for some people, they 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 actually start getting fearful that if they stop taking, say like a like a, even just like a heap teaspoon of Jing, 
they get the feeling that I I've kind of finished with that phase, but they're really they're really scared that if they stop taking it, that they're, they're not going to have gosh. energy again. Yeah. And so that's that's a really important process that I've. It was actually one of the first customer service processes I put in place. Completely counterintuitive. This is why our business is weird. We have such good retention, but we're so bad at basic business principles sometimes <laughs> of like generating leads and things like mm-hmm. that. And it's because people come into our business at times and they're like, how are you still operating and how are you healthy? And I'm like, it's because we flesh out things like that. Most people won't mm-hmm. have a com- conversation around that. And they're in the lineage of the herbs, that is, there's actual, mm-hmm. you know, like there's chapters about that process mm-hmm. where you need to be able to go through the metamorphosis of realizing the jing herbs of course they're doing something to your body they're chemically doing something to your body and energetically energetically doing something to your body if you if you don't take them they won't be doing those chemical things that's like but then there is the other fact that these are the tonic herbs and the superior herbs that get you in perception of your jing so what you do is you and you do cultivate your your kidney and your liver's capacity with jing herbs for example to regulate themselves and get into a state of harmonious transformation of chi versus disharmonious transformation mm. of chi between yin and yang and when people do lower rather than just getting resentful toward the fact that they need to take this drug every <laughs> single day that's what happens people are like oh screw it and they just go i'm going to start something else and then they replace their jing addiction with like coffee hit yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like or like you know they'll go like now it's f45 that gives me the energy and i can't live without it as soon as yeah. it can't live without it goes ding, 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 ding. So then that's like why we, we talk about like it's really important that you lower it and find like a sweet spot. Mm. Doesn't You don't have to stop. Or maybe you're getting the feeling that it's actually time to move on from Jing herbs and start going to the next treasure that's created after the Jing, mm. which is the Qi. Go and experience what happens now when you get your Qi. And that's hard because you just got comfortable in one place and you have energy and you're like, oh, I've got to discover a new thing about mm. myself. This whole, and so it's a really it's a life, important like, aspect of tonic herbalism. So yeah, mm. I haven't talked about it in a while. So it's cool mm. that thanks for bringing that up. No worries. That's kind of what I was trying to get out before about <laughs> the taking X equals like, it's like a thing that you have to, it's like a bit of a journey. It's not like you're going to just do it and then everything's fucking awesome forever. It's like, there's a bit of a Anyway, we got discovery. The a discovery and an yeah. initiation process, and then, yeah, I mean, I I definitely cycle through herbs. Like I've gone through, like reishi would be my go-to, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm feeling pretty chill. Bring on lines made and like mm. s- switch it up. Well, so. I have wondered this because like talking about like more psychedelics and things like that, it's my understanding that it's not a good idea to like microdose every day for like uh-huh. a year or something or half a year. Like, is it a bit of a, is it a similar thing with taking like a tablespoon of Jing? Like, should you not be, do that every day? It depends on how, like, I don't know what the sick you are or depends on how, like, Mm. like if you're, some people, their constitution or their psyche, you know, or their, one of the, one of the um, channels of, channels of Qi has been so damaged that, we're not in that conversation yet and it's kind of mm. likewise like for me it's a terrible idea to think about having a microdosing of psychedelics daily mm. for my mum who's in a wheelchair and has got a traumatic brain injury and is like right. learning to overcome the, yeah, yeah incredible so right. like <laughs> yeah. and uh like mm. so that's so that, nuance well there's 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 a lot of gray there's also it is black and white where if mm. you're feeling like the whole point of you taking these things isn't to survive 
a period of like integration or a period of challenge like you're kind of they're there to really be like strong allies not to be relied upon but don't feel bad about relying on Jing or Shaga mm. like I've I definitely have and mm. like I've just come through a huge period and I almost I was actually at the point where I've been I had been like no I'm like so in cultivation land I don't want to like I stopped herbs for a while mm. being like Mason you've been proud here like you need this you do you mm. actually and I and I got to go back recently and it was like really difficult like three like three months in the business for well, not difficult just a big transition mm. I hadn't experienced before like going across a desert when you're used to living in rainforest you know mm. and so I was like oh, and I just went back my shaga is my herb like that is like the one that I have like the deepest connection with who knows how to like really in, like imbue power in me when I can't bring it to myself like in, in certain areas. Well, that's not true. I have to be bringing it to myself but can really like, you know, like put like blow some smoke up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was like and so there wasn't anything too like too romantic. It was analytical. It was like Mason go to Shaga and I'm, I, I'd kind of like hadn't been there for a long time because I'd been cruising for so long in mm. my um, herbal practice, which is a nice place to be where you're just like, cool, intuitively take this and that and it doesn't mm. matter if you have a break. And then at some point you'll be like, oh, I can really feel like my yang jing and my sexuality isn't like it's good, but it's not there. I'm going to take some, you know, some deer antler and have some fun with it. But there's nothing, there's no like, there's nothing on the line. And um, and then there's when shit's on the line. And so you never know when people are entering into their tonic herbal practice. Some people, mm. there's nothing on the line at the moment. Yeah. Some people are already on the path and it's just they're in a cruise period. Some people are in a cruise period and just like have everything handed to them on a platter their entire lives and start getting onto herbal, these tonic herbs and qigong and cultivating and realize that they'd been ignoring subconsciously all the shit that they need to do, but they just luxuriously cushion themselves from it. Some people find the herbs when they're like, you know, like the, the testimonial today, I was just looking at, we call them awesome feedback, but you know, she, this guy's just like, oh, it's like my, my wife has dementia and she's, I know there's no cure, but she's just going down and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And he just trawled for the internet for Lions Mane and was just like, oh God, I don't know which one do I pick. And then found us at least, you know, talking about the Lions Mane the way we talk about with no claims, but just like the way we grow it and stuff like that. And he was like, oh good, whatever. Like I'll just trust mm. it. And then wrote mm. back to us and was just like, look, I just don't know if it's the Lions Mane or whatever, but my God, like it, there's something, you know. Mm. And and for mm. me, watching my wife not suffer that heavily has been like so amazing. So thank you like so much for that. And then so there's like that three-pronged like how mm. people are going in. If you're cruising that's the time absolutely I've gone three months sometimes without taking them and been like oh shit <laughs> you know like mm. and if, if I had it's people going Mason you want a tonic it's got this and I'm like no I don't care like whatever I'll just yeah. do drink whatever yeah. interesting so do you feel like it's more do you feel like when we're looking like let's say we're at the shop and there's like a couple of shelves of super feast and we're like "Ooh, what are we gonna have do you feel like it's an intuitive thing or like definitely read the label and be like that's what I need or want mm. yeah I mean I think it probably comes back to the three <laughs> three prong approach and which i'm fleshing out now which is really useful for me um <laughs> if Glad to be of service. yeah great and and that's why i do podcasts because this is and and talks because this is always where i do my like do my mm. connection connection making which is always fun um if you know if you're in an intellectual place you're in you're intellectual because you're either getting into this for the first time and you like you know you're just you're, you're thinking your way to what to do and if you if you don't have but there's, there's no there's nothing like strong symptomology or anything like that just yeah just go mason's mushrooms and jing 
It's just the easiest low-hanging fruit. Or, again, as you said, if you're reading through and oh, I've heard of Lion's Mane, yeah, great. Go, mm. I've heard of Reishi, yeah, good, that's an entry. Mm. Or if you're reading through and you see I'm – like it's good to read, see if your soul's looking for anything. I just started reading Stephen Buner's book that he um, got released after he died, Stephen Harry Buner. Do you know him, the earth poet and herbalist? No. Secret teachings of plants. Um, he's been like mm. one, of the, one of the people that's like really impacted my lives and – He's got a book that just came out called Becoming Vegetalista. So it's like the path to becoming like a really like going deep in the herbal path yeah. and, and being with the plants. And just like I was just I read the the, the intro and I was like, oh, I can't right now because he's like, I've read his books and it's like completely transformed me so much. I was like, oh, I need to be like ignorant <laughs> to whatever's in this mm. book for like another four months. That's when I finished this next block of projects at Superfeast. But in the beginning, he was like, you know, for those of you that haven't read my other books, just so you know, like don't don't stumble in here. And sometimes what I feel like saying about Superfeast, not the don't stumble in here, but be aware of what your soul's looking for. And mm. I was really, he goes like, maybe your soul's looking for something in this book. Maybe it wants to read all of it and then to, 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 to draw some kind of like distinction out of it. So I don't know, like in terms mm. of when people come to Superfeast, it's like if you just want the easiest path, bang, bang, Mason's Mushrooms, Jing, get it over and done with. Mm. For other people listening to these podcasts, you might not know what you're looking for, but if there might be something your soul is looking for, be open for that. Mm. And that's when you do read. And just with that angle, you might find the Shen Herbs, which not many people find and it doesn't move that much because it's not sexy, you know, <laughs> but like Shen, that, you know, cultivating the spirit and virtue and happiness and mm. meditative stillness. I feel like Shen was... The most I felt the most with Shen oh, in my awesome postpartum oh. time when I had my last baby and I had three other kids and I was just like, Fuck, like I'm not on the ground. I'm like feel like I'm a ragey mess at the moment. And as soon as I started taking Shen like religiously, I was like, oh my god, I don't remember the last time I've been like a bit ragey or a bit like angry or a bit. So like, happy for you. Oh, so good. Yeah, Shen is. Amazing. So that hmm. someone, you know, like, but that's hard to get to because you've got a strong constitution or a strong enough physical constitution. Mm. You you do practices. You're aware of your lifestyle and your the, the flow of chi. And sometimes it's just the regulation of our heart fire to be able to just literally have turn the fire down when mm. it's getting too hot, so that it's comfortable to live in our body. That's what the shen is. It's mm. regulation of the fire, so mm. that our spirit is either it's not too hot, it's not too cold. It's like a heart. Probably actually need some more shen. <laughs> Thinking about, it, I'm like, you need to get them on the way home. <laughs> and that is like it's like yeah, it's like calm mind. Mm. You know, like settled spirit mm. um you know like having a bit of those pause moments with emotions that's what the heart is and then that's where the war is won yeah. and lost in i think our... that's where parents probably are looking for the most i kind of don't talk about shen that much because it's just it lands with the right people i'm glad you're bringing it up because it gives me an excuse but um <laughs> it's su it's such a hard sell just because mm. so many people are like i don't know what you're talking about like yeah. I, energy immunity chi they can get mm. like they can understand like mobility like mobilizing mm. the body and having vitality but when you're like okay so what does this shen do like <laughs> why do i want to be calm and like docile <laughs> <laughs> well it's also hard to associate that with a herb yeah not mm. not for us but like you know like mm. it's and i i get it you know to associate like happiness not just like with st john's wort where it's like mm. a symptom based mm. thing you know it's like the cultivation of happiness with herbs like and no you don't even have to be meditating you can do it just with the shen yeah. so 
maybe your soul's looking for that. Maybe someone's like, oh, God, that sounds good. Oh, I just want all of them. You know, yeah. that's like, <laughs> and that's when you go, Kerbert, two max, maybe three. Like yeah. maybe three if you can handle, if you think you're going to take three home and you're going to remember, that's for that, that's for that, that's for that. Then mm. go three, but no more. Like two, Jing, Masons, if you're someone who's an absolute dive into the deep end frother, yeah, go and listen to some podcasts, read some blogs, read what they're about, mm. um, and then go and just, I know what they'll do. They'll go and buy a kilo of it. That's why I have kilos for the frothers, you know. <laughs> so go and buy maybe 250 grams. Frother, All right. Frother here. Yeah. <laughs> Previous frother. I don't know. I've definitely just fallen off it a little bit. Not intentionally, I feel like, but I not because I don't feel like I need it or anything, but just a good reminder. Go yeah. grab a kilo. Shen. Yeah, but... <laughs> You gotta make. You gotta respect the distinction of like that's like mm. how long you're like when you when you when you're kind of onboarding onto, yeah. onto the path. It's gonna be really dramatically different to when you hit like a, a stride of your lifestyle, and mm. it's kind of the same with like you know talking about like Taoist practices and semen mm. retention, and you know when you first get into like you know like sexual Taoist Taoism and the, the, the you know the uh, the semen retention or the you know the the jade eggs and or whatever it is. It's like it tonic herbalism it's like they can dominate yeah. your identity in your life for a while mm, and maybe yeah. a few years it can last and then at some point you're like i just, just need to find off. where this and it drops off and hopefully this is what you got to do is go like where does this fit in my life now and yeah. you know and be like where's that sweet spot that it doesn't because i don't want it as a part because the herbs shouldn't be a part of your identity yeah they should just become like an integrated part of your like family culture mm. which is probably the that's the next the next part mm. yeah yeah and i do i do like the like once you do find that sweet spot, that's what's like. There's no, what is it? There's no dogma around it anymore. You don't have to like overthink it. There's not this like I've got to do this to prove A B C. It's like and I have to talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about it because you know we've got a code and everything. <laughs> of course, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I love coming across people, though, who are just like, you know, they're just like an account. The, all right, the best, the guy coming and doing our bloody um, OHS. We have like regular, like, OHS, <laughs> like, like, he just comes and makes sure that we're up to standards around everything in the warehouse and stuff like that. And we, um, he came and he was just like, oh, I've been so excited about this. I love your herbs. And <laughs> I was like, and I'm like, but this is a guy like, oh, he was still at a frother stage. Okay, the bad example. He was still telling all of his clients because he, like, but like, People like in jobs like that that are coming and doing like audits of warehouses and no agent. Like there's lots of people who are like accountants or people who are doing those jobs and just who are not in any kind of position to be like speaking on like on platforms and stuff like you know that. Mm. And they're just like they're like oh yeah I've been taking them for like five years, and they just and no one knows. They're just like you know it's like mm. oh yeah no I take Jing like I like I, I take Chi I take neural nectar I take the like I take the brain yeah. they're on like a cultivation. I love love coming across people mm. like that who yeah. just find the sweet spot yeah it's nice i feel like we found it we definitely went through the frother phase and got all the things and it's then fun. yeah it is and it's like when you discover something it's novel and you go hard and then just yeah finding mm. a good easy spot where like and there's also no pressure to take them and mm -hmm. like we do when we feel like it and and yeah. then but then when you do go through something hardcore remembering you've got yeah. things in your tool you know mm, like in your tool yeah. belt that's mm. what's good to remember yeah, yeah. absolutely yes yeah, like when you have and kids then, and you have like 
for a, for like years and years. I was like, homeopathics are everything. And I like literally packed <laughs> them in. I love Belladonna. Suits. Like everything was about homeopathics, like something Arnica. wrong homeopath. And then I just got to the point where like I just totally didn't believe in giving my kids absolutely anything. I'm just like, get outside, take your shoes off, you're good. <laughs> and then every now and again I got real bad, like someone had a hectic earache. I was like, Annika. Oh. Annika's my girlfriend. The home you're <laughs> They're over the top cupboard in the background right there. That'll work. It's so, it is. It's like that. That's the path of integration, yeah. eh? Yeah. It's brilliant. It's no, brilliant. I better go to the doctors. It's like a homeopathics is stashed in one of these cupboards. Yeah. The mushies are there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all there. I'll be always there. Um, amazing. Yeah. Well, I think, I think we're, we're time. We're, we've hit our clock. Cool. Um, Thank you, Mason, so much for coming in. Thank you. This, I'm pretty sure we blew a few minds. If if we lost any of you listeners, <laughs> these guys have a podcast where you can listen and learn everything in much more depth. And, yeah, I guess if there are some words in there that you're not quite understanding, go there because you'll figure it all out. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mason, where else can our listeners find you? Yeah, I mean, on the social medias, on Superfeast Instagram's a, a good one. The Tiki Talks has also gone strong. Lots of content there if you just want to get it in your in your face and in your eyes. You want if you to have a down really your small capacity for information, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and superfeast.com.au is where you can control your journey if you're in North America and if you're expanding there with your listenership. Um, superfeast.com is over there in North America for those of you up there. We got a 6% listener rate in the northern oh. <laughs> USA. Northern. I love, <laughs> like I, I haven't America. lived there before. Yeah. USA, of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I love how onto the analytics oh. you are in this podcast. It's great. Oh, yeah. Could be 7 or 8%. I actually don't know. I so. think it's getting higher, actually. Great. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, America. Those are the places. Um, <laughs> there, there. I mean, superfeast.com.au for all of you in Australia, you'll find. And your podcast as well. Everything. Yeah, podcast there. there, Superfeast Podcast on mm-hmm. um, all the same place. Probably right where you're listening to this podcast is the best place to find Superfeast Podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll link it all up. It's beautiful. Um, thank you so much again, Mason. Loved having you on. Nice. And oh, I've got Deer Antler yeah. for you both as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it to Togger like he needs it. <laughs> yeah. But um, you'd be... It's <laughs> just like you're just getting it like stopped. <laughs> no, but like I need it at the moment as well. That was one of the ones that I was like, oh, my God. Like I'm, you know, I need like essence. Like <laughs> I need Hold kidney Actually, ess- like holding me up. Can, yeah. I, can I ask? In pregnancy, because deer antler is a blood builder. Yeah. Oh, it's not just a blood builder. It's a it's a majority everyone knows is it a yang tonic because it's yeah, yeah. such a strong sexual tonic, but it's actually a real strong um, jing, yin jing tonic as well. Yeah. If you've got your sexual energy circulating, if mm-hmm. you can just, you know, breathe essentially and have some purpose in life, um, you you will find that it's not as strong of a yang tonic as everyone thinks it is. Yeah. Um, it's a blood tonic. Yep. It's a chi tonic and it's a really incredible shen tonic. So and it's one of the only herbs that actually tonifies and cultivates bone marrow. It's like a so herb for pregnancy? longevity. So pregnancy, I have a lot of um, I have a lot of friends who because um, during pregnancy, reishi <laughs> is the classic um, herb that we take. Reishi babies is the mm. thing that we talk about in um, tonic herbalism has been the when the babies come out like all, you know, connected to spirit. And when your heart's been calm during the pregnancy, the, the kid can come out with um the child spirit landed and that's what we call reishi babies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the other one is eucomia bark, which is the primary yang jing tonic because that's the thing that we use when you get towards the end of, you know, in, in the second trimester you take yang tonics like eucomia bark but then um, deer antler, if there's like a, you know, you feel that there's an underdevelopment of the of the fetus, that's like clinically mm-hmm. when it gets used and sometimes it doesn't have to be clinical. It's not dangerous. It's not like you're going to like double the size of the fetus if you take it and nothing was wrong but you can take a little bit in the second trimester to see if that's vibing. Yeah. Of whether your body is needing a little bit of extra yang for that stage of gestation. Mm-hmm. And then when you get third trimester and a little bit closer to the birth, when you're actually preparing for birth, the yang tonics become very relevant for your preparation and your body's preparation to embody the yang that is going to be necessary to go through that process. So we don't take yin, a lot of yin, um, specific, like soul yin tonics. We take, the, in Taoism anyway, it says like, you know, take those yang jing tonics to prepare for the birth yep. because it's very yin time for the body. Mm. So it doesn't really need any, any more of that. Yep. Um, some of my friends, that's the only herb that they take. They and like they, they've scoffed it like in their like second mm. trimester. You'd want to really listen to your body though, which I know yeah. I don't have to tell you, but it's because I know we've got people listening. If yeah. you don't feel like you have the capacity to listen to your body, don't try and start taking tonic herbs during your pregnancy. Yeah, mm. yeah. If you haven't worked with them before, probably yeah. not the time to start. Or have a have an acupuncturist working with you who can actually yes. take your pulse and like work with you to develop like a herbal plan. Like eucomia mm. bark is kind of like fine once you get into third trimester. You yeah. know, don't don't try deer antler if you <laughs> if you're really not confident. But we'll yeah. let you know how we go, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch and, this space. And, and again, like seven you know, kilo babies. If, what up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just try a bit. I'm interested. Just try, try pop a little bit on your on your um, finger and then see what it, see what that because the good thing about having herbs like this is the taste you connect you know the, the taste connects to your organ straight away and in the, in the state of perception that you're in, you can almost see whether something is appropriate or not. Like, I'm not feeling anything. No, it <laughs> tastes very, like, I was going to say earthy. <laughs> You'd hope like so, wouldn't you? Um, is that sort of like a wet deer a little bit or is it all right? Mm, tastes like a wet deer. No, you nail it. No, it's, it's um, like I would flavour food with. Like I'd sprinkle that on my rice. It's actually, it's actually <laughs> nice flavor. That's why it's it's mm. nice not having added is kind of not, like a cacao flavor. It's kind of mm. like a, it is actually funny. It's like I don't know. I find it quite salty, like a little bit salty as yeah. well. Which and that's because it's a kidney tonic. But um, yum. Yeah, it's it's actually it's actually yum considering it's the you know the antler of they're not killed. We can go you can go look at the videos of me at the deer farms in North China. <laughs> um, but it is the antler. They shed their, de- their antlers, everyone. They yeah. shed them. They do yeah. shed them. We help them off before the shedding phase. But that's, okay. <laughs> we, have a, we have a vet going in and doing that just to be. But, um, yeah, I mean, how nice to, like, taste the herb and, like, yeah, I'll let you play around with whether you think that's one that's mm. relevant for you. Yum. Yum. I'm, it is yum. I'm, I'm thinking about having some more. Yeah. <laughs> some more. I'll get a spoon for you. All right, people, we're going to get Success. out of here. I'm going to get a few more hundred dollars out of you yet. <laughs> Yes, we do have an affiliate code. (laughs) We do. And we'll put that in our show notes. Thank you again, Mason, for coming on. And we'll catch everyone soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Road to Wisdom podcast. To join the journey, you can follow us on Instagram at theroadtowisdom.podcast and at www.theroadtowisdompodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We look forward to seeing you next week with more juicy content.